0: Hello everyone. Welcome to the On My Mind podcast. I'm your host, Ava Jules, and this is my first episode on here. I am so happy to be here. Thank you for tuning in today. How wild is it that I am podcasting right now? This is such new territory for me and I'm so, so excited and ready. Well, I don't know about ready, but we're doing it anyway. Let me set the scene for you. I'm currently sitting on the floor because to me, the floor is just comfort, especially if it's carpet. I love lying down on the floor. I love sitting on the floor. I do a lot of things from the floor. So I'm currently sitting on said floor with my comfort blanket and my comfort pillow because starting new things can be really scary. And even though I'm feel ready to start this and I'm excited about it, it's definitely a little nerve-wracking. And I feel like a lot of you might relate where even though you're excited about something starting it can be really scary but it's all about taking that first step so here is me taking that first step to starting this podcast building an amazing community of people like you listening i'm not too familiar with podcast terms yet so i'm not sure whether to tell you to follow or subscribe but it would mean the absolute world if you gave this podcast a review and waiting waiting yes a rating a review and rating that would really help me out i would appreciate it so much and I'd love to hear your feedback. There is literally so much to talk about because I just, I want to tell you everything. I want to talk about every single thing, every idea that I have, every thought, but that's why I have this podcast and that's why I title it On My Mind because I didn't want to be, I guess, quote unquote, trapped into making one type of content here on this podcast. I really want it to come from the heart and truly be whatever is on my mind that week, and here we are. I'm excited to dive into that because there's a lot going on in here and there's a lot going on in this brain and now I have someone to talk to about it to tell and that is you so thank you for being here I am so so grateful that you are here listening and I'm excited to start this I'm doing the thing did I try recording this maybe like 20 times because I couldn't get past the intro yes but now I've made it past the intro and was that maybe a little uncomfortable I don't know maybe it didn't feel uncomfortable maybe I'm just overthinking because that's what I do. First things first, I feel like I should probably spend some time introing this and telling you about myself, even though I know most of you have probably come from my Instagram or YouTube, but maybe you don't know that much about me. Maybe you recently started following me. If you've been following me for years or a while, big kiss. I literally, literally love you so much. I'm gonna stop saying literally because I feel like that's gonna get annoying very quickly. I feel like I should tell you about myself which is such a scary, daunting task when people ask you, oh, so tell me about yourself. What do you say? I never have a good answer. And I never am confident when I'm giving this answer. I'm like, "Uh, I I I don't know. There's a lot to who you are. So when someone asks that, I feel like that can just be really scary, but I'm just gonna tell you about my social media journey. We'll get into the juicy stuff into these episodes. I really I really wanna dive in and just go through my mind tell you guys all these stories, my thoughts, my experiences, but we'll get to that. I want you to know a little bit about who I am, why I'm even starting this podcast. So hello, I'm Ava Jules. I'll tell you a little secret if you're listening to this podcast. A lot of people think that Jules is my last name and it is indeed not. It is my middle name. It's mostly because when I started my journey on social media, media 8 years ago this year in december it's going to be 9 years almost a decade i can't even wrap my head around that that i've been on the internet for that long but basically when i started my dad would not let me Put anything out there with my real last name because he was concerned for my safety, as he should. I honestly really appreciate that. Looking back at the time, I was like, What? There's nothing scary happening on the internet? <laughs> Little did I know. The internet can be a scary place. I hope this can be a safe place for everyone. I'm really hoping to create just like a really open, safe community because I'm gonna be sharing some stuff that, you know, is hard to share. And I just appreciate you listening. Not me getting off topic. You know what? There's gonna be a lot of that. But that's okay because there's no rules. I'm going to create the rules. And if my mind goes somewhere else, that's also fine. I started my YouTube in 2013. If you don't know, which you probably do, I have a YouTube channel that's been my main thing for so, so long. And originally it started off as a Justin Bieber, the man himself, a little youtube fan page there was a huge huge community of believers, which that was his fan base name and i would always see these girls making videos about their love for justin bieber sharing their merch their posters showing i don't know just all these bieber related things and i was like i want to do that i'm a super fan i want to show off my posters i want to show off my justin bieber comforter and sheet set and my cardboard cutout so you know what if you want to see what my old room used to look like i left up I don't even like have access to this Instagram or this YouTube anymore, but the username is Ava Bieber XO. I did name myself Ava Bieber XO. And there's a Belieber room tour on there. If you wish to see, I'm trying to paint this picture to you with my words, but I was insane. There was not one speck of wall showing through my posters. It was just a really innocent start to posting videos. I honestly didn't really even think much about it. I didn't really tell anyone. I didn't really tell my parents at first either. I kinda just did it because to me, it didn't really seem like a big deal. I was just like, oh yeah, let me be literally 12, 13 years old and just post whatever on the internet. I didn't really process that at the time, nor did I think anything was ever, ever going to come from it. So that in, that in itself is absolutely mind blowing to me. I did that for maybe, six months to a year i am indeed still a bieber fan but not like that (laughs) i'm like it has definitely phased out a little bit i'm not i'm not as crazy and wild anymore but i don't know i have really fond memories of that unfortunately no i have never been to a concert but i did one time that i was in la i saw him as i was in an uber and i saw him getting into this huge black suv and that's when i saw him I freaked out, never saw him again. So that's the only time I've seen Justin Bieber in the flesh. If you have been to a Justin Bieber concert, I'm so jealous. I've literally just always lived through the Never Say Never documentary and the Believe documentary. The girls that get it, you get it. Those were my literal childhood, my teenagehood, I guess, my my pre-teenagehood. And after a while, I remember I started finding the beauty community, and that's when that was really picking up. You guys know all of the OG YouTubers, the lifestyle girlies out there. I was so in love with them all, and there was one in particular who I was so obsessed with. I wanted to become her, and so I made my channel that I have now, and that was Beauty by Ava at the time. Obviously, I changed the name because I don't think that would be quite fitting. I literally... Oh my god not me saying literally again goodbye i'm really noticing my flaws out here i don't think that's a flaw i just think i need to stop and find other words to use i loved her content so much that i wanted to do that and i wanted to be that i wanted to be a little mini makeup guru did i have any skills no but i started anyway looking back honestly i give all the power to me because that is so scary trying something new, not being good at it, and still just going. So I'm really proud of 13-year-old Ava. That's when I started doing all of my makeup videos. They still exist on my channel. I privated a lot of them because they are just very embarrassing, but there's still a few that you can check out if you want to see where I started. After starting the channel that I have now, it has been such a blur. Here I am now, obviously... I don't want to just say here I am now because I have built this YouTube platform that I'm so grateful for and it's been a part of my life since I was teeny tiny, but it was definitely hard once I started to transition out of the makeup space and I kind of started vlogging and doing what I do now. I did some like sit down videos, would still do the occasional makeup video, but I started to really start taking YouTube seriously and at the time there was no money involved. It was such a good and innocent start. And I'm honestly really grateful that I had that start because it wasn't driven by wanting followers or wanting money. It was so pure. And I still carry that with me to this day. It's really just about creating and connecting. And I really love that I had that start because at the time, I didn't even know you could make money off of social media. So it was purely just for enjoyment, my little after school activity. And I've been taking it seriously ever since. It has now become my full-time job, career, my life, and I am so, so grateful for it. There's definitely more to me outside of social media, and I'm still trying to figure out a good work-life balance with all of that just because my work is my life. And my life is kind of my work in a way, which I don't think can always be the healthiest thing. I'm not complaining because I seriously love what I do and I'm so grateful for it. But at the same time, I've been trying to focus on making more boundaries for myself and understanding that not every single thing that I do needs to be documented. It's okay to keep some things private. But I think the lines definitely do get a little blurry when what I do for a living revolves around My actual life and so i'm still trying to figure that out. I love every second of it But especially as I get older i'm starting to value keeping some things more private and learning how to turn it off I don't know if i'll ever be able to fully turn it off Honestly, everything in life needs boundaries too much of one thing is not a good thing with most scenarios i want to say it's been an interesting journey growing up on the internet especially in my most formative years of my life which was like my teenagehood and now i'm in my young 20s and i'm still doing what i do it's been really confusing at times sometimes i just am so consumed by social media and everything and i'm still trying to learn how to grow up and how to be my own person outside of it, so that's what I'm doing. I guess I should probably tell you a little bit about myself outside of social media because I want to believe there's a lot more to me, but I feel like every time someone asks me my interest, I'm like, okay, this is all social media stuff, but I actually do have interests outside of it kind of. This is where the lines get blurry because I love photos. I love taking videos. I love editing. I love the whole editing process and getting to be creative with that. I do love to read, which has nothing to do with social media, except I've kind of made it a thing that I talk about books on my channel. So in a way, I kind of have morphed that into the whole vortex of content creation, but that's okay. I love swimming in the ocean. There's nothing like it. If you don't know, I grew up in Hawaii on the island of Oahu and I've lived here my whole life. I just moved out, but I still live here. I live in the city now. I say, city with quotes around it because honestly it is the city of Hawaii but it's it's not if you've never been here it is not like New York City or like a city city if you get what I'm trying to say I still live on an island and it definitely feels like that one of the first things I wanted to do with my life was be a doctor not which is a doctor astronaut I wanted to be a doctor in space because I honestly thought by the time I was ready to have a career we'd have life outside of earth and like. You know a lot of people would be in space i honestly thought that doctor knots would be needed and that's what i wanted to do i loved untold stories of the er as a kid it's so weird because now i i like cannot watch that kind of stuff but i was consumed watching all of these crazy surgeries and i was like yep I'm going to be a surgeon. I'm going to be a doctor. And I also want to go to space because I am just enthralled with the idea of being an astronaut. I could never because I have extreme motion sickness and that would not be pretty for anyone involved. So that dream was kind of crushed. And then after I moved on from that, I wanted to be a business owner. That was like my dream. I wanted to have my own business. I remember having all of my little folders and my little business plan and I always had these little play kits as a kid that my mom would buy. I don't even know from what store, but they were like little cashier register sets and I would always play store with whoever would play with me and I would like run the cashier. I had so much fun doing that. So I've always wanted to be a business owner, which is really cool that I had that ambition as a little tiny girl and it's just kind of funny. I'm going to tell you what the store name was called because I created my own business in my head. And I did write it down. And the store name was vitamin C, everything you need. If we don't have it, we'll get it for you in three days. How may I help you? That was the whole store name. Vitamin C, everything you need. If we don't have it, we'll get it for you in three days. How may I help you? The how may I help you was literally part of my business name. And I thought I was onto something. That was my first experience dipping my toes into being an entrepreneur. Uh, Unfortunately, that store never took off. I don't think I've ever told that story either, but I've always had a really deep interest in being my own business owner. So I think one day that's definitely a dream of mine. And I have to achieve that for my younger self because I don't think I'm going to achieve the doctor not for myself, unfortunately. I'm not sure what else I should tell you about myself. I think over time through these episodes, we'll uncover more things. There's a little background for you. But now here I am starting something completely new, starting from scratch. I don't want to say starting from scratch because, you know, I do have a platform where I can cross-promote, and I already have a following, but in terms of starting something new, I feel like I'm starting from scratch. I haven't always been the most confident speaker. Even in school, I would get these just crazy moments of panic when I would have to present to a class, and that brought me a lot of anxiety and fear even just starting a solo podcast i'm really proud of myself i've been on a few podcasts i've been on pretty basic and i've been on the skinny dipping diaries but even that it's a little bit different because you're conversing with someone you have someone to bounce off of i'm just me i'm here sitting in my room i'm talking to you and there's no one talking back to me so this will definitely be interesting i'm really really hoping that my communication skills will improve and I'm proud of myself because i don't think high school me would have ever thought that she would be able to do this it's a start one day maybe i won't get so nervous and fearful when i have to stand up in a crowd and speak i am working on it and this is the first step i wanted to start a podcast because yes i've had my youtube channel for so long and i definitely talk a lot on there clearly You guys listen to me talk about random shit every single week when I upload, but I feel like sometimes it's hard to talk about certain things on YouTube. I don't know if that's just because I've been on it so long and I feel this little bit of pressure or because there's this whole like video aspect to it where I feel safe. It's just my voice that you're hearing and I feel like I can get a little more personal on here. So I hope you're down for that because sometimes we're going to be, we're going to be getting, getting into the thick of things that are on my mind. And even with channel shifts that I've had in the past, especially after I graduated high school, it was weird to start acting more like myself in my vlogs. Not that I haven't always acted like myself, but in a way, it's definitely weird when you grow up on the internet because people have these expectations of you and what they think you should be like and who you should become. But what really matters is who you are and who you want to become. So it's always been like an interesting thing navigating how I present myself on social media. And I don't know, I just feel really comfortable here already, which is so, so nice. I think this is going to be really good for me and hopefully I can, help you guys along the way too with whatever advice I share, whatever stories, experiences that I talk about because there's definitely a lot going on in this brain of mine. I am 21 years old. I just turned 21 in November. Do I feel 21? Yes and no. In a way, I still feel like a teenager. I don't act like my teenage self because my teenage self was wild. We'll we'll talk about that in a future episode, but teenage me and the me now could not be more different. I feel like if high school Ava saw me reading for pleasure, going to bed early, and, you know, not going out all the time since now I'm 21 and I can drink alcohol legally and stuff, I feel like she'd be like, bitch, you waited your whole life to be 21 and you are acting like a grandma. But I honestly love it. So, love the character growth there. And there's obviously no shame to... People who do go out in their 20s because I do go out occasionally, but most of the time my natural state is just more of a homebody and I really like that. Before I was kind of, I don't want to say embarrassed, I don't think that's the right word, but I definitely was shy about the fact that I liked being home because, I don't know, in a weird way, I think in your 20s there's like this expectation that you need to be living this crazy life going out all the time and living it up. And I don't know, I still feel like I'm living it up, just not in that way. And that's totally okay. I love the way I just looked at my little journal for the outline that I wanted to like talk about today. And I've completely gone off track. If that doesn't tell you what this podcast is going to be like, I really don't know. But hopefully you're sticking with me here. One thing I want to do in these episodes is kind of do after like I do my little intro and talk to you guys for a little bit. I want to have a little segment where I talk about my favorite moments of the week And what's on my mind today a lot of my favorite podcasts have these little segments that they do And I thought this would be a really fun one So I have two the first one favorite moments of the week So the week just started for me kind of it is a wednesday when i'm recording this I had such a nice weekend with connor who is my boyfriend of almost three years It is so funny. You might be shocked to even hear me saying his name because I when you, oh my gosh, when I tell you the amount of DMs that I get a day asking if we broke up because I haven't posted him in a while, it is insane. I'm like, wait, I didn't know anyone like noticed because in a way I've kind of shifted my mindset more where I was like, okay, it's okay for me to keep things private. And my relationship is really special to me. And I just feel like right now I kind of want to keep it more on the private side. And we have such a good relationship. We spend the weekends together we spend a lot of time together and I don't know it's just funny when I get dms or questions like that and I'm not mad at them because I honestly get it you haven't seen him in a while but it's just crazy to me because I'm like oh people don't know what's going on in your life unless you post about it and I really haven't posted him in a long time which was a conscious decision by me and I'm really happy I made that decision because I think it's good to have some things that are just for me that aren't you know posted online and that's not to say that i'm not going to post him in the future like when we go on trips together because i definitely will but for the most part in my normal home life i just feel like it's been really nice to keep that offline and be more present with him and not have to worry about getting content out of it so yeah the weekend was very nice i spent some time with him and then my best friend nia we've been best friends since high school she's the best we had a two-day little sleepover, which was unplanned. She was only supposed to sleep over for one night, but she slept over last night too. And I just love friendship time. One thing I'm really working on this year is pouring more into my friendships. I feel like last year was such a me-focused year. And I still definitely practice a lot of those habits that I do with like self-care, self-love, working on being alone, But I've kind of gotten a little more of the hang of it and I really want to invest more energy and time into friendships that matter to me because friendships are really important and I've gone through phases in my life where I'm not super social and even now I wouldn't, oh my gosh, I would never consider myself a social butterfly. It takes a lot. It takes a lot for this girl to go out and usually it's not even because of plans that I make. It's like friends inviting me to things, which is really nice, but I don't know. I wouldn't really consider myself a super social butterfly. I love spending time alone. That's why I moved out alone. If you didn't know, I just moved out at the beginning of January, literally January 1st. I moved into my first apartment. I'm not too far away. I still definitely am alone out here. No one lives with me. Connor doesn't live with me. I don't have a roommate. So I don't know. I definitely value my personal time. Sometimes I feel like I take that to the next level a little bit too much. And I realize that I'm unintentionally isolating myself. And so that's why one of my goals this year is to pour more into friendships. So I'm really happy that I had some relationship time over the weekend and then some much needed friendship time the last two days. Those are my favorite moments of this week and the next segment. What is on my mind today? This is how I'm going to lead into what this episode is going to be about. And when I tell you I had no idea what I wanted to talk about for this first episode, I feel like there's so much pressure on like the first anything that you do. It's like, say you're starting a YouTube channel. You put so much pressure on the first video, the first whatever podcast episode like I'm doing now. And I was like, you know what? Whatever comes will come. And I had this idea the other day. And I wanted to do an episode about how we should stop waiting and just start. So that's what the meat of this episode is going to be about. That's what I want to talk about because that's honestly what I'm doing here. I feel like I've waited so long to start this. And I have some advice on starting new things and some thoughts behind it. This can apply to I feel like most situations. I obviously can't direct this thought and this idea that I want to talk about towards everyone's situation. But I know we've all experienced the feeling of starting something new and being scared about it, being worried, waiting to start it because there's just all this pent up like fear and nervousness behind it. So for me, with my experience right now, this is the podcast, but you can apply this to whatever new thing that is coming up in your life. Maybe you just started something new. I feel like this could probably apply. I know I already said this, but I am nervous and I'm not even sure I'm 100% ready, which is a weird thing to say because I feel ready. But like logistically speaking, I don't really know how podcasts work. I've never done this before. And I am definitely really nervous because I'm sitting here going to share my thoughts with however many people listen to this and basically talk about whatever the topic is for an hour every single week. And to me, that just makes me nervous because... Yes, I upload YouTube videos and I talk on there. But like I've mentioned, this just feels really different. I definitely feel like I'm pushing myself a little bit. I don't know about a little bit, maybe like a lot of it. Not too much, but I'm definitely out of my comfort zone here. But with the comfort zone comes growth and it is so hard to push yourself out of your comfort zone, especially if you are just... In this amazing routine, which is obviously a great thing, I've stayed in the comfort zone for long periods of time before. There is absolutely nothing wrong to stay in your comfort zone at times. But for me, I knew I wanted to start this. I knew it would be a change. It would be a little bit difficult for me to get over my fear of speaking. I don't I don't know. I don't really have a fear of speaking, but I guess I have a fear of speaking into a microphone with Just me, myself, and I, no one to bounce off of. So there's just a lot of nervousness there for me. The comfort zone is comfy, but there's not always that much growth happening in there. It's when you push yourself out of there that you experience these changes. And yes, change is scary, but change is so good. It is how we morph and grow into new people and gain these new experiences and level up in a way. One thing that's been really... I guess comforting for me to hear. I've heard the girls on what we said, say this before, and it's the idea that there are people more underqualified than you doing what you want to do. And by that, it basically means that there's people who don't have your skill set who are doing what you want to do because they were able to take the leap and just do it. Meanwhile, if you're like me and you sit on your ideas and your thoughts and your ambitions too long, you build up so much fear behind it when you let things sit and you don't act on it, I feel like it's a rolling snowball down a hill. All of the nervousness, fear, it builds up versus if you start, you're just going to start. And the thing about starting is that you don't need to be perfect or even good at things to start them. And that is a message. It's kind of like a mantra that I've been telling myself because I don't know why I have this idea in my head that I need to be fantastic at something to do it or to start it, everyone starts from somewhere. So say I wanted to take up soccer, for example. I know I do not have the soccer skills, but say I have this passion inside of me, this itching burn to play soccer. Why do I feel like I would need to be fantastic at it when I start? That's not really the point. The point is just doing it. And when we have this idea in our heads that we need to be super great at something before we start them, that's where our ambitions just go to the graveyard. Because if you don't start something, how are you ever going to get good at it? Obviously, you know, people have these talents that they were born with, these God given talents sometimes, and people are just naturally good at some things, which is amazing. And I think we all have, you know, something that we're just. Kind of naturally gifted with but i feel like we go through this inner turmoil almost where we really want to start this thing we really want to build on this idea say you want to start a youtube channel you're probably thinking to yourself well i've never made a youtube video i don't really know how to do it i'm not sure i you know have the video presence i don't know how to talk to a camera i don't know how to edit how are you ever going to learn those things if you don't start i never knew how to talk to a camera i didn't really know how to edit but you learn by doing and that is kind of my biggest message here you learn by doing you don't learn by sitting around thinking about oh should i start this oh i wish like i had started that no you learn by doing things even if you're not good at the beginning even if it takes you a while to get good even if you never get quote unquote that good you just are average but you're doing something that you love and that you have wanted to do for so long you are going to be so proud of yourself and At the end of the day we all want to make ourselves proud that is just the best feeling in the world to be proud of yourself and even sitting here now i've been recording for 30 minutes and i'm really proud of myself because i have thought about filming this first episode filming who am i i am clearly a youtuber oh no i have been recording this episode or put off recording this episode for a while like two weeks every day i'm like uh maybe today's the day maybe today's the day bitch sit your ass down and record. It doesn't have to be perfect. You're gonna look back and you're probably gonna listen to this and cringe. Future Ava, you know, I know know you've grown a lot. I'm speaking to my future self here and I think we all need to think about our future selves and how proud we're gonna be of ourselves now just starting you never know where something's gonna lead and the thing is you'll never know what it's like to join the sport that you've always dreamed of playing or you're never gonna know what it's like to join that certain club that you're really interested in or pick up a musical instrument and you feel like you have no musical abilities you're just never gonna know i've seen this happen before where people are like i really want to start a youtube channel i just you know have this calling to do it and then they realize a few videos in hey this is not for me But the thing is, you never know, and in the future, if you look back at yourself and you're like, oh, I wish I had tried this, I wish I had tried that, if you start and you act on what you want to do, then you'll know what you like, what you don't like, what you tried and you really liked and you still do it. Maybe you tried something and you never did it again because you realized you didn't like it. At least you'll know and you'll have that experience and you'll be able to know that you have the ability to start new things. I don't know why. Let me know if you feel like this too. I'm just realizing that podcasts do not have comments and I'm literally used to talking to you guys in my YouTube comments. Okay. I do have a podcast on Instagram. It is at my mind pod on Instagram. Tell me your thoughts. But I feel like, especially as we get older, there's this feeling that we can't try new things. Like, why is there a part of me that's like, oh, I'm too old to start this. I'm too old to start that. First of all, I need to calm down because I'm literally 21. I have my whole life ahead of me to try and do things. But I even know of people in their 30s, 40s, 50s who are like, okay, I wish I would have tried this. I wish I would have tried that. And oh my gosh, I wish I could uh, remember this girl's name on TikTok. But there's this person on TikTok who basically makes a video about trying new things. Even if she's not good at it, she's trying it. And the first video I saw was her taking like swimming lessons because she really wanted to become a good swimmer. And that in itself inspired me so much because I was like, wait, I'm pretty sure she's even older than me. What a testament to, okay, there's no age cap to trying new things and learning new things. Even if you're not good at it and you want to do it, you don't have to be good at things to enjoy them. I enjoy painting. I absolutely suck at it. I'm not going to create that good of art but I love the act of it. And that's really what matters. I actually wanted to share this quote from Zig Ziglar. That is a very interesting name. Zig Ziglar. I'm looking this person up on Google right now because uh, I don't know who it is. Okay. He is an American author and he was famous for being a motivational speaker. Okay, cool. This quote is from him. And the quote is, You don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. Let that simmer in because that is so true. I wasn't great at YouTube when I started. I look back at my first videos and I, oh, why do you think most of them are privated? Because it's just so cringy. First of all, being cringy isn't always a bad thing. I don't know why we're like, oh, I don't want to be cringy. But like, you know, it's good in life to be silly and we make such a big deal out of being cringy. It's okay to be cringy. And I'm honestly giving this advice to myself because... I probably need to take it but what i'm saying here is in my experience i was never ever good quote unquote at making videos you know i filmed a lot of them on my webcam or on like my iphone 5 and i edited them literally on my ipad with imovie and that was my start i feel like there's just so much pressure to be good when you start something that it stops you from even starting in the first place but you don't get good at things until you try them until you work on them and now you know, maybe maybe it did take five or six years for me to become this master at editing. I don't think I'm a master at editing, but I feel like I really love the way I edit my videos, even though, you know, it's not crazy cinematography and like crazy editing, but I've gotten really good at videos. I've gotten good at talking to a camera. I've gotten good at articulating my thoughts in a way that I never would have been if I hadn't started. And my start was 13-year-old me having hardly anything to say other than this is how I think you should do winged eyeliner. This is a Valentine's Day makeup tutorial. And I hope that my story with that inspires you to start whatever it is that you have this inner urge to do, because I feel like we all have something that we really want to try. We really want to do for me. It's this. I'm honestly scared to say the next one, because I feel like once you say something out loud, there's a little more pressure on you to do it. But I grew up for like two or three years ice skating when I was 9, 10, 11, I think. And I was really good at it. Like I was pretty good. And to this day, every time I get to go ice skating when I'm in New York and it's, I still got it. I can stand up straight. I can glide across the ice. I can kind of do crossovers still. And I can go backwards and, you know, I can come to a stop. Can I spin anymore? Can I lift up my leg and like do an arabesque scorpion thing? No. But one thing I have really realized is that I really love ice skating so much. And I told myself that I wanted to try new things this year. And that was one of the things, unfortunately, the only ice skating rink in Hawaii has closed and it closed because of COVID. I just don't know if they're ever going to reopen, which makes me really sad. But that's something that I really want to do. I want to, I don't know, maybe take ice skating lessons again. And that's like such a random passion of mine that I enjoy so much. There's, to me, there's no better feeling than putting on some ice skates and gliding around and spinning and having fun on ice skates. It is so enjoyable to me. And when I had this thought, I was like, I'm kind of like a little quote-unquote too old now because, you know, all the kids that are in these ice skating classes are so young and... You know, I'd feel a little out of place and you know what? I probably would, but it's something that I just feel like I would enjoy so much. And why would I rob me of that? Because of the fear of being judged or not being good at something. So when that reopens, if it ever reopens, catch me there, maybe. I don't know. (laughs) That's just something I wish I could do but unfortunately I don't have the means to do it because we don't have any other ice skating places here. It's really a bummer that I can't act on this because that was the only place to ice skate here on the islands and now that's closed, but that's something I thought I'd share that, you know what, I might not be the absolute best at, even if you wanna say you wanna try ice skating and you don't even know how to skate without falling down, that's also okay. I wanna say everyone, but I don't wanna generalize. So most people that you look up to And what they do, when they started, they probably weren't as good as they are now. They probably weren't good at all, maybe, you know? We all start from somewhere, and I think we need to give ourselves more grace with that because I think life is too short to not do what you want to do. Point blank, period. That was so inspiring, Ava. Life is too short to not do what you want to do. That is inspiring. But honestly, it's like, I don't want to look back at my life and you know be old and be like oh i wish i had done that i don't i just want to do them now so i'm really hoping to to do that i think if you're looking to start something new say you want to start going to the gym i know that's a really common one that people have a lot of fear around which i understand the gym can honestly be a really scary place and especially as a woman the gym is mm, a lot of the times male dominant there's fear with that in itself but I just know there's a lot of fear and questionableness behind going to the gym and learning how to lift weights and doing workouts. I feel like that's the most common one I've come across. And I was there too. I was so nervous to go back to the gym because when the gym closed during COVID, I did not want to go back and I was finally convinced too. And when I did, I was like, what? why was I so scared? First of all, everyone in the gym is so focused on themselves, working out for themselves and working on themselves. If you think that people give that much of a, I was going to say the F word, but I don't think I'm ready to say that on the internet yet. I've never said the F word on the internet. Do I say it in real life? Yes. But like I said, it's weird growing up on the internet because I just feel, even like when I started to introduce cursing into my channel, because I've always had a bit of a potty mouth, not going to lie. It feels weird. It still feels weird, like cursing and shit. but this is who I am, so accept me. But seriously, it's like we feel like everyone is paying attention to us and looking at us. If you think about when it's you in the gym working out, do you really notice other people that much? Maybe, you know, you catch someone's eye for a second or maybe you look at someone for two or three seconds. You never think about them after. And I feel like when someone, say, gives you a weird look, maybe you're maybe you're fearful that you're doing a workout wrong or your form is bad. If someone's looking at you, first of all, ill second of all ew i'm like maddie from euphoria but i promise no one is thinking as deeply about you as you are of yourself and i hope that's comforting because don't let that fear stop you from working out obviously there's other situations where like men can actually make you feel genuinely uncomfortable and you feel unsafe that's a completely different thing. But in general, with working out, everyone's just doing their own thing and they're there for themselves and you should go for yourself. Don't let the fear stop you because while the first time you go may be really scary, every time it's going to get a little bit easier and you're going to build that confidence. Really with starting new things, it's all about building confidence because obviously when you go into it, you might not have a lot of confidence. But even as I'm filming recording this episode of this podcast right now, I'm building confidence as I speak. When I started this intro, like I said, I had to redo it so many times because I just didn't really like, believe in myself. I didn't have that much confidence. And here I am, 40 minutes in, and I've I'm building up a confidence. And you can too with whatever it is. Maybe it's working out. Whatever it is for you, you will build up confidence. And over time, it's just gonna become natural to you. And who knows, if you enjoy it, whatever you're doing and you keep doing it and you stick with it, You'll probably look back and be like, I am so proud of myself for starting. A lot of this is clearly easier said than done. I'm here sitting telling you, just start, just start. And I know it's not always as simple as that. I just wanted to give you a little boost of confidence, a little boost of motivation and some encouraging words because, I don't know, I feel like I needed to say that. Maybe you needed to hear it. I feel like there's been times where I needed to be told that, that I can do it that I just need to believe in myself and it's okay not to be good at something as long as you're doing it and you're happy, then that's awesome. And when you do start to stop waiting and start things, taking the leap, it will get easier to do that with other things over time. Personally, when I'm going through something like this and I'm scared of starting something and I keep putting it off, I try to remind myself that I will never feel ready to start this. If you wait till you feel quote unquote ready, Actually, ready, you know, fully prepared, ready to go to start something, you're probably never going to start it, or it's going to be years. Or, like I said, the snowball thing, you're just going to build up all this fear around it. I feel like a lot of people, if not most, if not all people, are never truly ready. I don't know. Maybe that's just me, but every time I start something new, I never feel that ready, and I just always have to tell myself, you never will, but it will feel good to just start, and you will get to the point where you're like, okay, I'm getting the hang of this. If you needed encouragement, here it is. You can do it. You can start. When you stop thinking about things so much and just do it, you don't really have the time to overthink. A lot of uncertainty and self-doubt comes when you begin to overthink and your thoughts start to spiral. So when this happens to me, I try to remind myself that I'm not my thoughts and they don't define me. They're merely a passing moment. And I know the whole concept of we are not our thoughts is confusing. So how I like to think of it is that my thoughts are just thoughts. But what really makes things come to fruition is our actions. I read somewhere that we can only control a tiny part of our conscious thoughts And when I actually tried to make sense of that in my head, I was like that explains so much I don't know if anyone else here has experienced intrusive and sometimes scary thoughts But that can be a really alarming thing when that happens because then you're like, um Why am I thinking like this? Am I a bad person? And no, you're not the brain is a really complex thing I don't really understand it. However, what I do know is that sometimes our brain just goes to wild places without warrant, and that doesn't mean anything about the person that you are, the person that I am. I know I'm a good person, do I have intrusive thoughts sometimes? Yes. So I bring awareness to that. And that is such a powerful tool when you can identify when this is happening because it really pulls you out of your head. Sometimes intrusive thoughts can come in the form of self doubt, which is also really scary because the voice in your head is telling you that you're not good enough, that you're going to fail, that you don't deserve this. You shouldn't even bother trying. And all of these can be really scary because you'll start to believe that sometimes, especially if you're already starting to doubt yourself. When the voice in your head is amplifying that, you're kind of like, okay, well, maybe I am a failure. Maybe I don't deserve this. Maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I'll never be good enough. Those are all intrusive thoughts too. And they're not true. Flesh out those thoughts, bring in some really good positive affirmations. Whenever I'm going through really big self-doubt moments, I try to affirm myself in other ways. I'll hype myself up. I'll play good music. I will try to just get as much out of my head as I can. Because when you're stuck in those thoughts like that, it's really hard to pull yourself back out. So I honestly think one of my biggest things that helps me is just distraction and focusing on things that are good and when i'm ready to confront and face those thoughts again i will kind of overcrowd it with affirmations and affirming myself in ways that will really flush out all of those negative thoughts that aren't true the thing about our brains is that it knows all of our insecurities it knows exactly how to hurt you how to get to you because it's your own mind and there's no one that can hurt your feelings more than yourself because you know yourself so well you know all of your insecurities what makes you feel good what makes you feel bad things that make you tick and your brain will use that against you do i know why this happens no and i wish i could stop it from happening but i think it's a really normal thing i know a lot of people deal with this you're not not alone if you're going through some really tough moments of self-doubt. Picture yourself coming out of the other end of all of this successful feeling good and you can literally tell your brain, I told you so. I knew I wasn't a failure. I knew I was good enough. What's always been confusing for me is trying to figure out if I genuinely want the best for myself and I want to succeed and be happy, then why is my mind telling me all of these things, all of these mean negative thoughts that are like seeds being planted and now I have all this fear and self-doubt surrounding whatever type of thing. And that's when I realize that's why they're called intrusive thoughts because they aren't true. I know how hard it is when this happens, but I also know how rewarding it is to come out the other end and prove that. Part in your brain wrong. If you ever feel like you're digging yourself deep into a hole of overthinking and you feel your thoughts kind of start to spiral down a bad path, I think if you feel that happening, try to breathe through it and bring awareness to the thoughts and just know that those are just passing thoughts. They do not define you. When I have a goal or something that I want to achieve and something that I want to do, and it, the thought of it is kind of daunting and scary, what helps me is taking small steps to get there. You don't have to plunge into the deep end, but even baby steps add up to make big steps and big steps towards what you want to do is all you can really ask of yourself. I feel like so much of the time we think we have to make these huge progressions towards whatever you want to do, but really, like I said, baby steps all the way. They're so much less daunting when you can break things up into tinier pieces if that makes sense and it takes a lot of the pressure off to achieve these big huge things because if you can make them into little chunks and you know achieve one small thing at a time take these little baby steps you will get where you need to be because it's not always about how long it takes to achieve something or how long it takes to get there it's just the fact that you are going to get there for me i had this idea of starting this podcast back in june of 2021 and till now all i've really taken is baby steps i hadn't really taken any leaps and bounds take things one day at a time i know it's hard not to just want to achieve everything all at once but just take it slow it's human nature to want things to just happen just like that. But that's just not the reality. And I think in order for us to make things more realistic for ourselves, we just need to take it slow when you're starting or working on something new. What's hard is understanding that sometimes you might fail and that can really suck. But I don't think we should let that defeat us too much because when you try something new, there's so much power in that. We can't succeed at every single thing in life. We can't achieve every single thing in life. And that's okay. I mean, we're not meant to do what exactly what other people are doing. Everyone's on their own path. You're going to achieve different things than other people. Failure is just part of the process and failure is where you learn the most. In my opinion, I think when you're on this like high horse of succeeding and things are all going your way, you kind of lose a little bit of yourself in that because you're like, oh, I'm like the shit. But when you fail, you can really look inside and be like, okay, what needs to change? I'm like speaking to myself right now. I don't know if- any of what I said just makes sense. but here we are. I really I really showed you what is on my mind today, and I, I hope that it spoke to some of you. My butt hurts. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um to be honest, my butt hurts so bad from sitting on the floor because I have been like hunched over this microphone. I think I'm gonna have to find a new way to to sit on the floor and do this thing because my ass is hurting. I should have like sat on something comfy. It's okay. It's okay. I don't know why. I had to tell you that. But hey, it was on my mind and that is what this podcast is about. I wanted to give the biggest shout out to all of you, one, for listening. If you stayed till this point of the podcast, thank you for staying so long and listening to me rant, talk, maybe all of it made sense, maybe only part of it made sense. I don't know. Sometimes it's really hard to articulate exactly what you're feeling, with words because sometimes I don't know if you guys go through this too but sometimes I'll have this like idea or this thought in my head But then when it comes to transferring it out of my head into my mouth and speaking it into the world, it just is different. And sometimes it's not easy. So I I hope some of this made sense. I hope you feel good and inspired and ready for all these episodes that I'm going to deliver every single Wednesday. Who knows what I'm going to talk about next? I don't know because I don't know what's going to be on my mind next week, but we will find out. Maybe sometimes it'll be inspirational like this. Maybe sometimes it's going to be a story. Maybe I'll be giving advice. I really don't know, but we'll just see along the way. Also, I just want to say thank you for all the support. The sweetest thing ever is that when I announced it today that I'm starting a podcast, so many of you were like, I already know this is going to be my favorite podcast. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. wait a pack on the pressure, babes. Like That adds a tiny bit of pressure. I haven't even released an episode yet. So I don't know. Maybe you thought I was going to be your favorite podcast and now you're like, mm, mm-mm. or maybe... You loved it, and I hope you did. If you didn't, that's also okay. Wow, first episode is done, and I'm really proud of myself. I maybe wasn't quite ready, but I did it, and I feel really, really good, and I don't know, I just feel like that's a good testament to the whole message of this podcast. I am now so excited for Wednesdays. I'm so excited to chat with you all next week. Please go to my Instagram at my mind and let me know what you thought of this first episode. I would love any thoughts, comments, even if you have any like critical, critical, critical thinking. Why am I thinking of that? I'm like thinking of high school right now. If you have any constructive criticism. Maybe like the audio is a little wonky. I'm still figuring all this out. If you have anything to say, please let me know on my MindPod Instagram. Thank you for listening to my thoughts. I appreciate it. Hopefully it only goes up from here. Who knows? We'll see. Thanks for tuning in to this first episode. That was everything on my mind.